It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, a man who I heard wears shoes on his feet whenever he goes outside. Is this true, Merman? That sounds logical. All right. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. As I step up to the mic with no shoes on whatsoever. Thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or even better, support us and join the Film Rage community by joining your membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And you know what? We'll watch it if it played in cinemas anywhere in the world. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie planned? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. A special shout out to our buddy Paul, who works over there at Canyon Meadows. Yeah. Who is reviving his Escape Fest. <gasps> nice. And on top of the, uh, besides the usual movies that they play, uh, I believe he plays some 80s uh, stuff as well. Which sounds awesome. I think this weekend is uh, maybe Demolition Man. I can't remember. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? All those who are listening in Calgary. Demolition Man. Check it out. Starring Jesse the Body Ventura and uh, Dennis Leary. Sure. Yeah, that. I think they're both in it. <laughs> I believe Benjamin. Bratt. I don't know if starring is the right choice. I, I believe Benjamin. Starring. That's I, why people go to Demolition Man. I believe Benjamin Bratt's in it too. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So we went to cinemas. Benjamin Bratt is. I thought he was in Law and Order. He's not too. Maybe he's. Oh, in, I thought that's all he did. Maybe he's in. He's, he's in also, other stuff. He was also in Miss Congeniality. Maybe he's oh, also in the I movie pl- we're I about to talk to. Of, him out of my I don't know, but I don't think he was. He probably was somewhere around somewhere. He's hiding behind a CGI something. He's in Catwoman too. <gasps> I didn't know Catwoman had a sequel. No, Catwoman as well. Oh, oh. Not, not Catwoman too. Now that would be twice Halle as good. Berry. Yes. Yes. But we didn't see that. No. We saw Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Uh, Cocaine Bear, as predicted, takes a one note concept and plays that one note for 95 minutes. 
Bear does cocaine, gets high, eats people, and looks for more cocaine. This is not the stuff that a feature-length movie is made of, but if you are making this film, it has to be wall-to-wall mayhem. All killer and no filler. Granted, it is a pretty entertaining note it plays when it hits the right pitch. It made for some very entertaining scenes. But... But... Uh-oh. There was just not enough of them. Bad, oh C- bad CGI aside, which could either annoy you or add to the campy enjoyment of yes. the whole project, depending on how you're feeling at that moment, there just wasn't enough carnage. I was in a strange place while watching this that walked the line of boredom and craving more. And when the credits finally rolled, I was just glad that it was over. There was glimpses of the movie this could have been throughout, and it was definitely better than I had imagined. But while it did deliver, it didn't deliver near enough. This was the third time in the director's chair for Elizabeth Banks, and if she is not careful, she might find herself on the doubted list as her first two efforts were rages. And this one, well... It was still a people-eating bear high on cocaine on a murderous rampage, and there was enough of that to make it mad. What? You were stringing me along, you little devil. Woo! Well, as Bryce has already said, and as anyone who listens to this podcast regularly will already know that things that eat people, be them zombies, other humans, animals inanimate objects and especially bears that are motherfucking high on cocaine so it would not come as a surprise that i was looking forward to this film Mm. and those things are my favorite genre just so you don't so you all know yes um probably more than any film about eating people this year but then I haven't seen very many, so mm-hmm. I think it may be the only one that's eating people that I oh, wait. There's Meg too that Murray reminded me of. Yeah, I'm more excited for that, only because I've already seen this. This is supposed to be based on a true story, but I'm sure that the only thing that was true was that there was a bear who did ingest cocaine. I'm not even sure that's true. Yeah, it is. And it is fell it? from the sky. Hold on. This is important point I'm going to make here. And I am sure the merman will have all the facts as backup soon as I am through. I think so, do you? (laughs) Yeah, that's what you do. You're the fact man. That's the facts, Jack. Elizabeth Banks' first directorial debut in comedy horror comes off not as expected. The CGI bear is completely awfully done. But that's okay with me, to Bryce's point, because it just added to the humor of this. <laughs> it's supposed to be serious. The writing, no, I, that's what? no possible way this no, was serious. Wasn't. The writing in this was well written and very in the moment. I say this because the dialogue was quick and clever and very specific to the individual characters that were actually saying the line. The funny parts were funny and the gore parts were also very funny, but it did get bogged down with trying too hard to tell a story. Well, in fact, a few stories all together at the same time. Ultimately, 
The funny wasn't constant or funny enough. The horror, although good, could have been more and funnier. Spoiler alert, I did love seeing the bear and their her cubs eat Ray Liotta's intestines as an homage to the once great actor. But I kind of wish they would have done that 15 to 20 minutes earlier in the film. More gore, more funny, and less draggy. Would have made this amazing. But because I laughed hard, super hard, and well enough at times to keep this a joyful bears eating people movie meh. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. All right, Mer. What did you think of? You didn't get to see this with Bryce and I. So what did, what did you get to feel watching cocaine bears by yourself? Well, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of expectations or high hopes for this because it looked kind of stupid in the trailer. But was high hopes an intentional pun? No. Okay. Um... Yeah, the funny parts are really funny. I love the 80s vibe. As you know, I'm all about the 80s. Yes, you did. Uh, and yeah, for, for your your little factory there, uh, I did do <laughs> a little bit of research, not a lot. Uh, yeah, this was based on a real story, but the bear basically ate the cocaine and just died of a heart attack. <laughs> like he didn't I don't eat think, anybody? I don't think he ate anybody. He didn't attack anybody. He just ate it and died. But that was the stuff they found. I mean, end of the, end of the movie, spoiler alert, they give you a thing at the end is a lot of that cocaine apparently was never found. I don't know how they wouldn't go looking for it, but whatever. But it wasn't inside the bear's car. No, it wasn't inside the bear. It was just out in the forest somewhere. I mean, I've seen... I mean, I just recently watched again um, Tom Cruise. What was the one about the pilot? Um, Top Gun. American Made. Maverick. Oh. No, American Made. The real, <laughs> the real story. Ah. About the guy who used to drop the... Cocaine, cocaine for bears, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in like the swamps of Louisiana or something, because mm -hmm. he yep. couldn't mm -hmm. fly into Miami. I mean, at least he dropped it somewhere where they could find it. I don't know how these idiots couldn't find these yellow and red bags in, in the forest. But Maybe because the bear would was even, storing would it even drop it in, in the his cave. Of the forest, but whatever. Anyway, that's beside it. Yeah, but yeah, the, the the actual bear who ate the cocaine just died of a heart attack. He didn't actually kill anybody. So this is obviously made for comedy effect. Um, I was actually quite surprised and shocked at, um, the guy from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Who was unrecognizable. Yeah, no he idea, was... No idea who you're talking about. What's a Modern Family? <sighs> he, well, just just I shut your brain actor. off for a minute. <laughs> um... I know who you're talking yeah, about. no, he was, he was a skinny redheaded guy for, like, all nine years of that TV show. And in the five years since it went off the air, he gained like 60 pounds and a bunch of facial hair. Maybe he was wearing I um, didn't even recognize a fat suit. I don't, uh, I don't know think who he you're was. talking about. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. There, there you go. What's uh, a modern family? And, it's a TV show. And of course, but he's an actor. And of course, he knows the director because she was in the show as well. Yes. She played their best friend. Yes. Me. She was like a ditzy party girl. But anyway, yep. that's beside the point. But yeah, no, it was pretty funny. It had some good moments. Uh, the ambulance chase was really awesome. <laughs> Um, and it had a nice kid angle. I mean, Carrie Russell is always good. And yeah, she just was a mama trying to find her kid. I enjoyed that story. And Ray Liotta and his last movie. Yeah. He literally died like a week after he finished like the voiceover work. Like so he, he came back to the studio and did the voice stuff. And he like died a week later. 
Wow. So yeah, it was his last role and he was still awesome. Like he always was like, no one's more of a badass than him. Like just looking at him, but everything I've heard like out there in the world is he's like the nicest guy in the world. But just you look at him, he, he like you think he's gonna punch you or something because he just looks angry all the time. Although hey, look, I turned to Bryce afterwards. He kind of looked like he was dying through this movie. He, so. he probably was. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they had some good characters in it. A lot of not enough violence for my liking. But yeah, the bear was obviously CGI because it was for comedy. I mean, if it was a serious movie, it would look stupid. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> most CGI bears look stupid. But I mean, well, yeah. CGI anything looks stupid. Well, yeah, but I mean, they didn't want to use a real bear because obviously. Why not? That's what they did in the old days with the movies. They had real bears. They had cocaine and had it no. climbing up trees. <laughs> what? You don't like it when they used real bears? No. That's... What did you like when they dressed in bear suits like Godzilla? Mm. Like, Just you know put what? a guy in a bear suit. If you need a bear, it's fine. Godzilla versus the bear. Yes. If the bear was a real bear, now that would have been scary because you'd be thinking the whole time, like well, you know, Godzilla is a person oh. and the bear is actually going to kill him somehow. But the bear is like one tenth the size of Godzilla. <laughs> <You just> squash him. <laughs> this is some kind well, of- no, I'm talking in reality, Marie. The, the guy who filmed it was from Japan. He was, yeah. you know, probably shorter than a bear, I'm guessing. Yeah. The real actor wasn't Godzilla size. Eh, anyway, you know, it was enjoyable. <laughs> really? Um, yeah movie well, magic man there you go one thing i know is probably almost nobody else did okay was the vehicles in the parking lot right i recognize at least two of them uh oh one that? of them yeah. the bad is it back guy, to the future car no oh. uh one of them the bad guys that when they rolled this up is starsky the, and hutch the uh ray Liotta's son and, and the black guy yep they're driving a truck you know what truck that was no from the fall guy hello <laughs> 1980s <laughs> The other one I think was from like Mar- Hard Cap. Hard Cap- how do you Carmack know these things? Like because how- I love the '80s, but I recognized there were like legendary TV cars. I was waiting for the freaking General Lee to pull up because everything else. What about was in the Kit? Lot. Was Kit in this? No, no Kit. Is Kit in the '80s? Yes, Kit was in the '80s. Oh, okay. Anyway, I did enjoy the '80s aspect, but yeah, I, the story wasn't great. I mean, it had some fun moments, and I love seeing Grilliota. So yeah, it was an enjoyable match. That's all, right. all I got. Right. I thought he gave it a rage. No, he gave it a man. Oh. <laughs> well, I heard him say rage like 10 times. Oh, he said, I didn't he say said rage Elizabeth Banks yeah, two rages did. and yeah, then said did. may. No, man. he said rage. Nope. He said. <laughs> no. Look at that. That was perfect. You know what? We're starting off to a really good start here. Are we? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You know? Well, Until wait. now. Can't wait to hear what you guys thought of this. Yeah, so Murray decided not to see uh, this one. No, I opted out of the Because uh, we got movie. to see Jesus' revolution. First and foremost, yeah. before we do anything, mm. I want everyone who's listening right now to know that I hate you, Bryce, more than Satan would actually allow me to. You wanted to watch Kelsey Grammer movies. I gave you a Kelsey Grammer movie. Yeah, you did. But you're you re- welcome. You refused you're to watch welcome. all his other movies. That's you're right. welcome. What is this movie about, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. This movie is about up-close facial shots 
and every single person in the film having a one-on-one conversation with every other character in this movie for half of this entire film. Usually, trying to convert me to religion, they repeated at nauseum was the, and I'm making very quotey signs here, Mm. the truth. Right. But what truth are they talking about? Is it that spiritual healing is truth? That perhaps prophets walk the earth soothsaying? Maybe. That religions in California are not judgmental. Mm. Because after seeing this, the only truth I know Mm -hmm. is that there was not anything properly explained or truthful in this film. Wow. Well, that's a bit of a lie. Another truth is that this film was two hours of conversion therapy. So torturously horrifying, I thought that watching it was going to finally make me hate the makers of this film more than I already hate Bryce for making me watch this. But there is no hope there, Bryce. I could never hate anyone more than I hate you right now. (laughs) And I lied again. Kinda. You love me. This movie was doing nonstop through this movie. The entire lying. Everything they said was a lie. lie. It was a complete lie. There are four things I know unequivocally that are true. Okay. Number one, Bryce will always be the top of my hatred ladder from now on. Nice. The best line in this movie yep. was when the Satanist said, Hail Satan. Okay. The third thing is, uh, Kelsey Grammer apparently makes two kinds of movies now. Made for TV movies and films that make me rage. And the fourth and final thing I know as a truth, I did like the music and I also liked Connie from the show. Yeah, this was terrible. I I literally felt sick the entire time I was watching it. And I got some things to, you know, say, but let's hear what you have to say about this. So, treasure trove of joy that you brought me G- to. Jesus Revolution. Amen. There are times that movies are made for a specific audience that definitely is not me, but still may land somewhat as I get taken along for the ride as I watch it with the crowd it was produced to please. For example, last week I went to an afternoon screening that had a large group of seniors that were bussed in from the old folks home to watch (laughs) 80 for Brady. (laughs) They were all dressed up in their football jerseys and sweatshirts posing for photographs with the poster before they entered the cinema. Do you know how he's sidestepping the actual review of this movie? (laughs) And were given the movie they were there to see. It had scenes that I found myself laughing along with them as I enjoyed this on a whole new level because I was experiencing it with them. Their joy was contagious and I'm actually not sure if the movie was anywhere near as enjoyable as what I experienced, (laughs) but I'm glad I went to it at that time and place as it created a perfect storm of happiness. I bring this up as I found myself in a similar situation when I went to Jesus Revolution. What? A movie that also was not made for me, 
but I was once again immersed in a crowd that it was made for. But this time I felt alienated from the crowd as this unfocused mess of a movie played out. So basically, if you're not part of the choir this is preaching to, then do not bother even... Do not bother. And even if you are a card-carrying member of Club Jesus, still don't go to this because this is a bad movie. And a bad movie is a bad movie. This was a rage. But I liked 80 for Brady because I watched it with a lot of old people and they were awesome. But what did, I mean, every time they, like, okay, Murray, you have to picture this, okay? Yeah. We're, we're sitting kind of in the front row because yeah. everywhere behind us was completely sold out. Was it really that? This it movie. Was packed. It, was packed. Night, it was packed. On a Monday night, it was packed. On a Monday night, it was packed. It was packed. And, and. Like whenever there was and one they of the loved it. when there was one of those Jesus moments where they're night. trying to convert people or they're telling the and I'm making heavy quote signs here again the truth Murray the truth yep. because they kept saying this is the truth but then they never told us about the truth they just said the truth it's the truth and every time they said that it was almost on cue the entire audience would go amen. And I'm just like, what? What's happening back there? You were actually yelling it. Yeah, <sighs> uh, and there was there was quite a few. So you went to a church. Praise Jeebus, too. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like we went to church, but you know what? I've been to church many times in my youth. Yeah, church, church isn't quite church as is, preachy. <laughs> church is not <laughs> quite as preachy. And you know what? Every time I would go to church, I would still learn something. I would learn about a book that they're telling me that's supposed to be the truth, but they would still tell me about a book that you know was written by somebody whereas this was just like it was a mess yeah well, this, it, yeah this was technically written by the guy who it's about oh, based on his book there you go yeah he probably was a producer in the movie so basically they just took his book verbatim and made it into a movie well they they should have i mean if this was a book i have still don't know what it yeah. what they were telling me in this book it was kind of weird because there's parts where it was like you're kind of making it look you know, with his, uh, they're kind of making themselves look stupid in some parts. Yes, it's like, what, what are you? What, what, aren't you supposed to be like totally pro everything here? And then all of a sudden, you're telling you, yeah, they turn it into a sideshow here, and I don't know. It was yeah, like it, it was like I'll give you a perfectly good example of that with the faith that Bryce healing is saying. And yeah, because they had faith healing in it, and it was like they they it kind of made it look like that was fakey. And they were kind of judging it about it. But then they kind of turned it a little later to make it feel like it wasn't fakey. So it was just like you weren't really had a clear message as to what message they were telling about, first off, what is the truth. That was the tough part. And you know, it wasn't really a story. A story, like I, I said to, to Bryce after we left the cinema, if P.T. Anderson directed this, this could have been good. There was stu- it was it was an interesting story. It, yeah, it, it just didn't was. tell it that. Just, it was just I don't know. I don't know. They just didn't tell that story. No. They had they told too many, you know, positioned preach sessions where you know they had to have these close up like, and there was so much close up shots. I should have went back and actually read the Time article because I'm yeah. sure it wasn't quite. Yeah, supposedly there's <laughs> yeah. a Time article about this, man. Sure. Well, one thing is also true. It sure is good that Murray did not go and that we have a sound effect that can absolutely impact what we think. Rage! Rage! So we're batting a thousand today. I'm I'm just saying. Just saying. Do you want to say anything more about 80 for Brady? 
I mean, you kind of gave us a little taste, but <laughs> you know, you kind of threw that on us. I can't believe I enjoyed it as much as I did. But I tell you, if you're gonna watch 80 for Brady, make sure you're absolutely surrounded by people that are like minimum 75 years old. Is there a risk of that? And then you don't hate Tom Brady as much as 90 percent. Oh, of the it doesn't matter. You, you can hate Tom Brady. You're fine. If it, you went to this, this would have this would have filled you out with so I much don't think joy. So. I don't think so. But did it have the love of Jesus, love of Jesus down no. in love your heart? Bernie. Where? Down in no. your heart. And it had Gronk, Down too. in your heart. Did it have the love of it Jesus? It did have Gronk. Jesus down yeah, in your heart. An Edelman. If I want to see a football movie about faith, I'll watch American Underdog. It's not a football movie about faith. What are you talking about? He's thinking that the two By the way, that was terrible. Outside. Did you watch that piece I of garbage? I watched it several times. And yes, it was highly <laughs> religious, but... <laughs> it it was about my favorite NFL Jesus loving quarterback of all time. This is going off the rails. Just saying. Now, did you not also see one other movie we didn't we didn't talk much about? Oh. But we should probably mention it that you've Why? seen it because this what? may excite Murray. What? You saw the movie that you forgot to tell me about, and then you went and saw it, and then you what? told me after that you saw it, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Bryce, what, for not Luther? telling. Yeah, Luther. <laughs> Luther. Supposedly Luther came out in cinemas this this week. Yeah, it'll be on Netflix What's in a couple Luther? weeks, I'm sure. Well, Bryce is going to tell production. us what Luther is. I am not going it, to. Luther is just the latest from Edris Alba. It's based on a BBC TV it's series. It's a TV show. Yeah. That what, came they, to the movie. They released the movie of it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a movie of it. I just it, thought Murray. he was going back to Netflix or wherever it's on and doing another season. Maybe he is. No, it's a, it's a movie. No, I had enough Edris Alba this week. Thanks. <laughs> wow, that's almost perfect transition, Pete. Almost, but not quite. All right. Just when you thought you'd seen it all, we have a bear on cocaine killing people to get its next fix. Yes. And I don't believe he actually ate anybody. He just killed them all. I don't know. I, I, I don't mean, think they were eating Ray Liotta's in, well, no, intestines. The, yeah, they were chomping on him at the end, but the rest of them, they just... Dis- dismembered him. Can I just say my favorite scene in the entire movie was when he ripped that guy's leg off and then snorted the coke off his leg. That was pretty good. That's <laughs> awesome. Unfortunately, not every on, bear, Bryce. not every bear is as cute and cuddly as that one. No, true that. Here are some other movie bears. What? Are they real bears? CGI bears or bears in costumes? Little both. We'll get Bryce to tell us. First they up, are. we have. The Great Outdoors, my personal favorite. The bald-headed killer bear of Clare County. John Candy comes across him not once, but twice. First time, earlier, he scares it off by shooting the hair clean off its head. And it runs away. But then years later, when he's out there camping, the same bear comes back. Bald bear? The same bald bear. Mm. And then after, uh, he gets chased by the bear... And gets piled-drived with a door. The lodge owner comes and blasts the hair off of its ass. So it's got... So it's bald on both ends. Now, okay, is this a puppet, a CGI, um, or a real bear? I think it was a real bear. There, there was a famous bear that, well, is most everything that was shot here that he used, the same one. Most of all, was it was a really bad Bart movie. the bear. He did a lot of that stuff. But anyway, it was funny. No. Uh, next John up, Candy. Murray loves that. That's right. Next up, we have Ted. Technically, a talking teddy bear. Yes. But yeah. it counts. Thunder Buddies. The fact that Ted has sex with a hot blonde while having no genitals is awesome. That is true. Plus, that is awesome. Flash Gordon. Okay, wait. So, he, is Ted 
a puppet. I think it's a puppet. So that's yeah. a fourth type. Yeah. A fourth go. type of bear. Right? I'm, I'm getting to the big ones. Okay. I'm just making sure we got a list. It's now four things. There it could go. be. Then we have... I don't know what you're talking about. The Edge. I'll remind you of that. The Edge. Shot in Canmore. Oh, yeah. The Edge. And Cananascus. Yep. Some of uh, my film school classmates actually worked on it. What? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins became the unofficial mayor of Canmore and made friends with pretty much everybody that he met. Including bears, I bet. Uh, oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin was in it, too. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the big one, The Revenant. Mm. Yeah, Watching Climate Crusader Leo DiCaprio no, get mauled really by a bear it. was pretty sweet. Yeah, I like. Unfortunately, the movie continued after that. Yeah, if only it would have just gone up to the part yeah. where he did that. And, and it won Leo an Oscar. Good movie. Yeah, it was probably the one of the worst movies Leo's ever I been. I loved it. it worst, worst one he was ever nominated no for, sense, anyway. But anyway, I liked and Great Outdoors finally, better. That maybe a fifth insane. category: Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood Blood and Honey? No. Oh. Oh. Recent crappy live-action film notwithstanding, the 2011 animated version with Craig Ferguson was Sweet as Honey. And any of the old cartoons from my childhood are also. What about the one with Yu-Yu in it? Yu-Yu? Yeah, Yu McGregor. He's in a... Oh, yeah. Christopher Robin. Wasn't that live-action? I don't know. I think it was. It was a good movie. Winnie the Pooh? It was Puppets, I think. I liked it. Winnie the Pooh was best bear ever. That's all I got. Oh, so, bother. So, oh, bother. Yeah, so now we have puppets. We didn't have puppets before. So there can be puppet bears. I don't know There can be CGI bears. They can be uh, real bears. And then we can have uh, bear bears. in a puppet. Oh, and then animated. We've got five types yes. of bears that could That's be right. in a movie. But animated is kind of like CGI. Uh, yeah, but still, you can't beat Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, can we move on? So of those five, are you still going for man in bear suit? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Is that like an uh, episode of The Incredible Hulk or something? Did he fight a, a man in a bear suit? Was that uh, I think he fought the Sasquatch like the from Sasquatch? the $6 million okay. man, maybe. But Okay. I don't know what's going on. I know. Not surprising. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet rage. My rage this week has already been explained in grave detail already. Is Bryce. That's my rage. <laughs> That's all you got? That's all I got. Just Bryce, it's Bryce. In general. Yeah. Just in general. No, specifically one reason in particular, but in general, it's just Bryce this week. Uh, I make you see some pretty bad movies too. Yeah, but mm, not like this, Murray. Okay. I've remember I've seen Kelsey Grammer movies before, but not That's like this. Lie. Yeah, There's not like this. Ones. If it wasn't about religion, I probably would have gone to it. Regardless of who was in it. Because I like Kelsey Grammer, but at least I used to. Hail Satan. 
my rage this week is the fact that people will blindly defend bad art. Just because something is made by what you perceive as your people, whether that be religion or race or ideology you support, does not mean that you have to say that it is good if it is not. Be honest with yourself before going online and saying a film is wonderful quite often before you have even seen it because of who it was made by or for. Jesus Revolution, with a 99% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, with thousands and thousands and thousands of submissions is laughable. And I would bet that 99% of that 99% probably didn't even see the movie that is my rage i don't know if they haven't seen it but i mean it's not it's not necessarily fair to say that but a hundred percent to your point is when they make movies specifically for you because it's it's regurgitating what you already believe right but to, to me you know throw on the giant heap of mcu and disney right like it really is they're making this movie for people's like they can't be saying that these movies are good like that that just because it's a superhero movie now doesn't make it original and good it's just now preaching to this concept of oh i believe in jesus so i believe in this i believe in superhero movies are good so i'm just gonna say this is good like it's just it's just eating your own right it's it's you know it's like making a cartoon for kids and then your kids go to it and your kids go this is great because kids don't know any different so yeah you're so right as per usual well not always usual i mean you did like what was that stupid movie he just said he liked wearing with the bear in it oh right the revenant it's a good movie yeah it's awful i enjoyed the bear eating part as well yeah thought the CGI was still CGI. I it was CGI, it, yeah. I wish it was Godzilla. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. <laughs> well, it's the list, folks. If you are never heard our uh, podcast before, go on our website, filmrageyyc.com, and take a look at the lists page where we have four different lists that we have created. We have the doubted, the undoubted, the repulsive, and the mesmerized. Mm. We are trying to cut down our mesmerized list, and today may be another one of those episodes where perhaps, I'm just saying perhaps, we may be lucky enough to be able to remove two. Because... In my opinion, this movie was so terrible and the two actors in it were so terrible that I am putting forward that we remove both of them. We did this. We've done this before. Have we? Yes, we have. Yeah, we have. Because when we saw them in, I don't remember who they were, but they were so terrible in the movie. Nicolas Cage was dialing it in. Like even oh, when Nicolas he was. Nicolas Cage was when, brutal. When he, when he got. If anything, it's Idris Elba, but he was not mesmerizing either. No, it, neither one of them was mesmerizing. The I mean, I've got Idris Elba, but I'm like, he's he didn't do anything for no, me. No, he did, he was not it's mesmerizing. Just, it's just that Nick Cage was that. Bad. He was one step above Cage, but in my opinion, they were both awful. Now Murray and I luckily got to see this together. 
Yeah, you saved me five bucks. I was going to have to rent it on demand. That's right. And I actually own this. <laughs> I've never that. seen it since I saw it in cinemas. It was, but I didn't even see it, was it in on, cinemas. It was on Prime, I think, is where I saw it. Oh, and, yeah, I didn't uh, get it on Prime. It, it is on literally Prime. on uh, TV on Saturday. There you go. If I had waited a week, I could have seen it for free. The edited home. version, which might have been actually better. It's already edited. Perhaps the edited version the, the, would have been The problem good. is that they, they made this a PG movie. I mean, yeah, this, the first movie was a special No, that, that wasn't the no, problem. They, they, they dialed it down. So, for those who are listening, because we haven't matter. necessarily said, we all watch Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. And the mesmerize off was Nick Cage versus Idris Elba. So, I am voting we get rid of both of them. If, after seeing this movie, I, I don't want either of them on the list. That's my vote. It has to be unanimous. Bryce, what do you say? I'm wrestling with this one. I mean, I love them both, but if you're going to dial in a movie like this... Like, why did you make it in the first place? Just don't make it. Mm. Other than the whole. And if we did it to other great actors, there's no reason why we can't take two amazing actors All off. All right. I, yeah, I'm okay with it. Take Mary, it's up off. to you. If you say, if you say that you thought one of them was mesmerizing at all. Uh, Nick Cage was Nick Cage. Yeah. He, his usual over the top, well, parts of it. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, he wasn't really trying. Yeah. It was like that last thing I saw with him, the unbearable, massive amount of talent, whatever. That was terrible, too, because it was him being uh, Nick Cage. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. I mean, no, I'm okay with taking them both off. Uh, I've soured on Idris Elba since that stupid lion movie. <laughs> God, Beast. that was terrible. Bryce hasn't seen that yet. And I can 100% guarantee that's going in a bag at and, some point. And FYI, I have spent hours... And hours this past week, pouring over the mesmerized list. Yeah. Making a comprehensive list. And yeah, a lot of actors that should be on our list are not. It should be on our mesmerized list? Yeah. And some of the movies that are well, mesmerized put them people forward. Uh, are mesmerized, they made some real crap. Yeah, but well, they, they can make crap. Made some crap. Mesmerized, too. they can make crap. That's no, fine. This is but crap if they're too, mesmerized, yeah, but this is crap, but they were also crap in it. That's the difference. Yeah. The, the whole reason of the mesmerized list, for those who are listening, and sometimes Murray, is that they are complete. When they step on screen from the time they step on to the time they step off, you can't look anywhere but at that person. They could be in the middle of the mountains singing with Julie Andrews. But if if they're on screen, you're not even looking at Julie Andrews in her spinning dress. You are you are looking at them, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> Just saying. Was pretty mesmerizing. Should be on the list too. Yeah, maybe you should. Uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with it. You want to take them both off? That's it. We got no, rid of no, two. No objection. You know what? People will cry because they won't understand why we removed the brilliant Nicolas Cage and Idris Elba. But if they watch this movie, they will completely understand. Bryce doesn't look happy about it. I thought this would be the you're trying to get people off. This is a perfect, perfectly good reason. I'm fine. I'm just tired. <laughs> Come on, Bryce. <laughs> Need a nap. You have a job or something. <laughs> so, yeah, what's with that? You got a job or something? Yeah. A full time job? Yeah, they. they that this I don't was know. Your job. I don't know why they pay me. I have such a great time going there. They should yeah, be charging sure. me admission, not giving me a paycheck. Exactly, right? I'm, it's so much fun. It's the best. It's the best. So, Marie's got something for us to see this coming week, I think. Oh, boy. 
He's got a, holy shit. He really did. That's half. He did the work. I didn't finish the whole list. This All is. Right. Um, yeah, but okay, but now that we removed two people, yeah, but they're not even on this list. Well, okay, there, there, there was one that I was gonna put up, which was had had Nick Cage in it, which now I'm not not going. There to. you go. Put mm. a line through that. Gone. Uh, let's go with one that you will probably enjoy. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. All right. And Veronica Cartwright. <gasps> which is the only movie I could find. Actually, her you in. can't. Isn't, isn't, isn't Veronica Cartwright mesmerizing for life? She wasn't on my list. Uh, there were three didn't George were, put her on as mesmerized for yeah, life? So well, I, that wasn't noted. Okay, so. it, it should be noted right on the website. No, it wasn't. Well, let me just refer yeah, to the, the other, website. The other three were, but that one wasn't. Fine, oh, I'll no. go with another one. Then. I love it. that you've. That, this is how prepared the merman is. Okay, let's go with another Harry. I really game. didn't want to watch Alien again, anyways. So thank goodness. Okay, how about another Harry Dean Stanton movie? The it other, is only not other as good a movie as people make it yeah. out to be. Uh, yeah, so it's on the website for life, marked by George. It's on the website right now. Is it safe for life? Yep. Oh, there's a whole. That. There's a whole. What's that column or a row? Column. There's a column that says for life. I don't know. You had Adam Driver on there twice, so I don't know. What to trust well, Adam more. Driver's twice as mesmerizing as most people. There you go. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to make this list. I'm just going to give it to you guys and do your own work. No. Well, Whoa. Murray, then you won't need to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> this is half your job. Yeah, well, it's a lot. All right. What do you got? Oh, Harry Dean Stanton again. The only oh. other movie I found him in that he had to be with somebody. And Harvey Keitel. Whoa. Uh, something called Death Watch. Death Watch. It's called Death Watch, and they're right beside each other in the listing, so... Interesting. Death Watch. Yes, two words. Death Watch. Death Watch. Is it, this sounds like we're doing like a... What's that? One of those game shows that you watch all the time, Murray? Could be, I watch a lot of game shows. What Do you know what... What year is this Death Watch? I don't know, 90-something. So we're going to be watching Death Watch. Yes. If you can Death Watch. And it, it has... Harry Dean Stanton yes. and Harvey Keitel. It also has. Isn't Max von Sydow also on our mesmerized list? I believe he's off of it now. Oh, couldn't did we? find him. That's not good. Yeah, how'd that happen? How'd that happen? Know. You tell me. Mm. I don't know. You want you tell me? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? This is awesome. It's from 1980. Yep. In a future where dying of illness is exceedingly rare, a terminally mm. ill woman becomes a celebrity, and a man with a camera implant goes to secretly record her for a morbid TV show. This sounds awesome. How have I not heard of this movie? How do I have I not? Why am I not living in this movie? Were you movie? born 1980? <laughs> I was born well before 1980. He, he may act like he's a toddler, Murray, but he's he's actually not. I'm, I'm very mature. Yeah. You know what? You've literally picked something that we are both excited about. Yeah, I'm actually excited to watch this. Yeah, because the, the, the plot sounds fantastic. Q. Uh-huh. Q. Oh, well, wait. We'll do- Are we done? No, I think we need to talk about... Um, take somebody else off? Christopher Plummer. Oh, oh Christopher Plummer. That? Yeah. Why is he not mesmerizing? I, mm. And when have we seen him when he's not mesmerizing? Mm. No? 
Nah, I'm not. I'm gonna say no. Okay. Well, I like Christopher Plummer. Don't get me. Don't get you wrong. I think Amanda Plummer is more mesmerizing. I don't think so. Mm, no, I would say you're wrong there. They're both fine. Okay. There we go. I love Christopher Argument Plummer, himself. but I gotta have a higher standard now. I just, I just I'm he's don't not you, quite there. Don't you remember? The scene in Edelweiss when I remember a it lot of really tears. good, yeah, absolutely. It was he's and he has his mesmerizing moments, but is he mesmerizing every time I see him on screen? No. Hmm. So, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I do like to smoke pipes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Max von, Max von Sydow is on our list. Apparently, Murray doesn't know no, how to I look at the see list. Him there. Well, so when I search Max von Sydow, is, is he in Death Watch? He's also in Death Watch. Oh, so it's a, so it's a fatal it's a three three-way. way. It's a fatal three-way, people. The important thing is that Murray got this movie for us to watch. Yes. Although, geez, that's actually... I'm going to say right now, this is just a prediction. Harvey Keitel's in trouble. I think it could be because it's early enough because, in his career. Yeah, Harry Dean Stanton and Max von Sydow. That's... Ooh. Ooh. I, I feel sorry for anyone that comes against Ooh. Mac. Maxie. He's, he's, Maxie is Maxie. Yeah, that would if I, if I'm laying a betting line right now, he's definitely the favorite. Well, Murray, we will plan to watch this together at my place. Really? Yeah, we will. All right. Good luck finding it. The list. Yeah. Well. I'll find maybe it. we'll be watching it at Bryce's house. <laughs> What's up, rewatchers? My name is Dustin, and I have questions. Like, do you remember who the Lakewood slasher is from MTV's Scream? Or why did Angela choose Jordan at the end of My So-Called Life? Or just how melodramatic can old TV movies of the week get? Want to rediscover how addictive the magicians can be? Or maybe you need to laugh at the disastrous relationship advice from the UK sitcom Coupling. Don't worry, at the Rewatch Recap, we got you covered. On average, a person rewatches their favorite TV series just to find comfort in an otherwise chaotic world. And on the Rewatch Recap every Monday, we hope to accompany you through each episode of a random TV season, reanalyzing and questioning every moment filtered through a fun, rose-colored lens. So log into your streaming apps or pull out your old DVDs to join me and a special guest host every Monday on the Rewatch Recap, available where most podcasts are played. I love watching old TV shows. I know you do. Sounds like the new, There's a new crap that's out there. Sounds like it's your podcast. Last week on Rage or Dare, our surprise guests Frankie and Scott dared Jim to see Birdemic Shock and Terror, a film which not only inspired a subplot on Schitt's Creek, but also apparently did actually play in four cinemas in the entire world. (laughs) Who knew? This week, the boys get choices. They can choose to stick with their god and take their chances with my succulent and juicy horrific bag of evil remakes. Or see what's inside Murray's box or choose what's behind door number three and go to our listener's dare bag. Just remember, boys, whatever you choose this week, you have to choose something different in the following weeks. So, choose wisely. As promised, I'm not going anywhere. Now let's check in with Jim and see what's worse, a birdemic or the last three years on planet Earth. Seriously, this year alone we've had a UFO outbreak and a major chemical spill. You never know what's going to happen next. Kaka! 
<laughs> I love our God. It's so awesome. Okay. Let's sit down and relax. This is going to take a very long time. Of the history of great horror movies where birds are the centerpiece, you know, like The Birds by Hitchcock. Or like, well, The Birds, actually. I think that's the only one. It's the only one you need. This is the absolute worst. You know from the start we are in trouble when, for the lack of a better word, director does not know how to hold a camera. As the camera drives through the hills, being held at every single angle, but straight and pointed. This is the first scene, and I'm already annoyed. And as Bryce might say, there was so many Dutch angles in this. I thought I was over in Denmark. From there, the biggest question on my mind was, who thought putting this in cinema or making this at all would be something anyone wanted with what has to be the worst editing, sound, acting, direction, lighting, music, plot, script, security, food services, key grips, animators, special effects, set design, cinematography, makeup, costume design, art department, visual effects, casting, location, production, and if I forgot a department, that department was also the worst of anything you or I have ever seen. And it was so choppy, it was really, really hard to watch with the sound mix that was confusing as to how that was even possible also made it confusing. The sound would be on and then it would be off and then it would be on and then it would cut to another scene and then the sound was different and then it was louder and then it was softer and then it was mixed with more louder music and then there was voices that weren't heard it was it was literally insane this entire movie and not insane in a good way let me tell you more i kept thinking that this was going to be so bad it was funny but no it was not funny no this was actually so bad it was painful. But every frame of this movie went from more badly to most worsely badly. Almost as horribly most worsely badly than my grammar is right now. Pretty much every scene was so random and make no point in the movie. Like after a girl at a diner, our, for lack of a better word, actor slash lead, for lack of a better word, goes home after having a conversation that also made no sense, to watch TV and eat cereal, then goes and fills up at the gas station, again, for no apparent reason. Then we get to see him drive to work. Then we see him do work in what obviously is not a set and makes a whole whale of a sale in what industry at this time, I am not even sure. Then to photo shoots with the lady from the diner, to shoot things at the same time when it's not in focus. This is a camera shot. This is supposedly a photo shoot for a model that isn't in focus. And as per every shot before, was terribly mixed. 
shot, directed, and sound that was so awful it hurt my mind trying to wrap my head around what mentally ill person or incompetent four-year-old put this out for a lack of a better word, film, together. Eventually, my vision, sanity, and comprehension of reality started failing as watching this made me wish for a swift death and started failing and falling in and out of consciousness as I started fantasizing about the animated TV show Futurama and wishing there was a suicide booth handy to eliminate the torture I was enduring. Every frame was terrifyingly awful, even though the female lead, for lack of a better word, was extremely hot. Listening to the horrible dialogue and acting and the male lead caused me no solace from the torture. Never in my life have I seen someone so repulsive that I wanted to destroy my home theater center by smashing my head into it until I placed myself into a coma or death as long as it would end this film. And then I realized I'm only 20 minutes into this film. <laughs> and here I thought it was seven hours. So for little over half of the movie, I could not escape the pain and discomfort, you know, like bleeding pussy hemorrhoids for my soul that infects every ounce of your brain, body, and nether regions. But then the CGI overlaid birds started attacking in what can only be described as explode, di exploding dive bombs with surround sound machine gun sounds, even when no guns were being fired. And although the movie still was extremely and completely excruciatingly awful, the CGI birds made me laugh so hard I could not stop. But even though the bird attacks were few and very far between, I still laughed every time they came on for like two seconds at a time. Mm. With how horrible this film was <clears throat> overall, I felt sick for the remainder of this week. And again, thank you to Bryce for making me watch another movie almost as bad as this. Up until this moment, I thought I would never be able to watch another film as all my senses had been destroyed by this particular film. I even have a newfound metallic taste in my mouth. Hold on, I need a drink of water. And now have seizures for no reasons that come and go. Wow. Oh, sorry. Uh, this film, aside from the minimal amount of bird attacks, mm -hmm. was unquestionably the worst movie I have ever seen. All I can say... Really? Oh, sorry. These seizures, they just may never go away. Mm. What was I saying again? Oh, this was the worst movie you ever oh, seen. Yeah, All you can say. Thank you. All I can say is, I wish I had chose door number two, Scott and Frankie. Then I would be turtling right now at the Turtle Club instead of whatever I am now, broken and seizure-ridden for the rest of my days turtle. until Futurama becomes a reality, I guess. Turtle. 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 Wounds without blood from bird attacks, sex scenes in their underwear, CGI and puppet bird attacks overlaid, guns and never-ending bullets, music that just stops for no reason at all. These are just a few of my least favorite things. I would have sang like Julie Andrews, but I am now a broken person. Mm. This is by far 
the worst thing I have ever seen. And imagining that this was actually played in a cinema, <laughs> I have, it had to have, someone had to have paid to put this in the cinema. It may have. This was terrible. Yeah, that sounds bad. Have you seen it? No, I'm not going to. And you know what's even worse about it? No. I started watching the second one. <laughs> Why? The second one. Because I was I was in a seizure. I didn't know what I was doing. And my wife goes, "Why are we Why are we watching this?" I go, "I can't stop now." So was you probably you probably didn't watch much of the second one, but did was the production values even No. Bit? No. <laughs> no. No. And the funniest thing about this is when I put up our social media post for this, every single one of our friends on social media went, oh no, you guys did not watch this, did you? I said, no, not you guys, just me. <laughs> and I had people just saying, this movie is so bad. It really is the worst thing I've ever seen. All right. Except for the two seconds of the birds, which they would, they would show a scene. And then it was kind of like, you know, the, where are those video games back in the 80s, Marie, that you used to love when you watch TV shows, where they would have like things floating in front of it and you would like shoot them. That's what it looked Duck like. Hunt. I couldn't even tell if they were CGI or if it was puppets. That was, it was so terrible. It was just like, caw, caw. And then they would, they would put them up there. Yeah, this is, this is bad. Hmm. So we got to make a decision. All right. We got three choices. Yeah. And we can't double up. So whatever we choose today, uh -huh. it's going to be something different next next time we do a double. Yeah. yeah. So, Murray, have you got stuff in your bag? We haven't used a Murray movie in a long time. <laughs> I haven't seen stuff in months. Uh, do we know? It's not even here. Murray's bag here? Is this one Murray's bag? I don't know. No, that's my bag. Is this one Murray's bag? No. Is this one Murray's bag? Murray's... Still an ice cream bucket. Oh, ice cream bucket of rage. <coughs> All right. Oh, he's redecorated a few times since. There's lots in here. here. This is there like is. full of, of creamy goodness. Because you haven't used it in months. Yeah. Well, we've been we, challenged. We were challenged. And I, we, we picked up that gauntlet. I, I've got three of them here. Oh, put two there's back. so much Murray in one bucket of All rage. Right. I got one. Are you ready for this? Uh, Murray, can you do the sound effect of that? Didn't I already make you watch this? Maybe. What is it? Maybe I didn't. 27 dresses? It's not just me. You have to watch it too. Yeah, I know, but. Was it on your list before? I don't know. another one then. Well, let me check. Do you remember watching 27 dresses? It's Catherine Heigl. I know I've seen it. That doesn't mean I saw it to be tortured a second time. Hmm. I can tell you. Yes. I can't tell you. It's not searching it. <laughs> Excellent. Nope. We have never watched it. There you go. I mean, we talked about Catherine Heigl. That's why she's on our, well, yeah. our doubted list. Or, right. or repulsive. That's why whenever I see a movie that she that with her in it and, and the DVD he picks it up to I put it, it out. He picks it up to put in the knowing it will be a rage. Yeah. Twenty seven dresses. Look, I didn't pick the one with uh, Gerard Butler. Well, you know what? It's still young, Marie. The, your bag <laughs> has to get filled again at some point. Yeah. We we maybe did by, we just we just watched that one. We I did watch as part of Rage or Dare. I know for a fact. What was it? Do you remember? The or? awful truth. 
Catherine Heigl and oh yes you yeah, did yes, I I did. oh yes you did oh. always watch the Bounty Hunter too I watched the Bounty Hunter too but that isn't one, Catherine Heigl in the Awful no, Truth yeah but one of them is Gerard Butler one of them doesn't yeah Gerard Butler's in the Awful Truth yeah, I thought he, he was in the Bounty Hunter he's, he's in also both. in the Bounty Hunter oh, but, that's but it what, wasn't what, Catherine that's Heigl what, wasn't in both oh, well, was, that's what the Aniston isn't it Jennifer Aniston you know what it doesn't matter they're all awful I think Marie what I'm what I'm sensing is a a theme here. Apparently, Murray is making a bide for God of Rage to try and take it away from Casey. <laughs> and I don't know if that's possible. We'll see. To be honest, I, I, I found and bought these movies like almost a year ago now. So Back I'm, when Murray had I don't movie. even know what's in there anymore. All right. Well, maybe you'll want to take a go. scoop and look at it there later. All right. I'll be looking at stuff. It was on top. Well, <laughs> you're true. lucky then. We'll see my job. I, 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 I saw the pink box, and I'm like, that's got to be 27 be dresses, and it was. Well, you got lucky. Otherwise, you would have seen everything that's in there. I haven't looked at anything in there. You know, there's one thing that Bryce doesn't like, is looking inside of a box. But when he does, he usually sees pink. That's well, right. thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from The Nerdy Photographer for the voice of Rager Dare, who is also... The God of Rage! Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe. And send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare see terrible movies to fuel or rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 don't make us a rage. I'll have to have a week. A rage on. Rage on. Rage on.